Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today we're going to talk about your environment and how your environment affects your stress. We're going to have some takeaways on how you can start working on your environment today. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Hello. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. So in episode one, I gave you a little bit of a breakdown of what was going to be included, talked about, discussed in this podcast. I gave you a little breakdown about stress. I gave you little things such as environment, communication, acceptance, mindfulness, and I told you how all of those really play a part with stress and how when we start to play with these things such as working on communication, we work on how our environment looks, we work with acceptance. When we start doing these things, we learn how to decrease our stress. And with that comes self-love. And why I want to talk to you about your environment is because I really want you to take a second and think about where you spend most of your time. Now, maybe some of you are still working at home. There's more people working at home. So maybe your environment's getting a little bit cluttered. What does your environment look like? What I'm saying is for me, I spend a lot of my time in two places. I split my office up from my actual office to my living room couch. And I split it up because I don't like to spend too much time in one single room. For me, that's what works for me. Technically, I have a split between my living room couch and my office. Right next to my couch is a good chunk of like notebooks and papers that I like to, you know, try to every night organize in the office. I want you to think about that. Where do you spend most of your time? Are you spending it on the dining room table? Is that where your office is now? Have you just moved to the bedroom? Do you have a spare room? And when I say spare room, maybe it's like that tiny room that was just you know, storage room or place things in their room, you know, whatever it is, where are you spending most of your time? I really want you to think about what it looks like. What does that room, that area, that table, what does it look like? And when I'm saying look like it, I'm not, it could be the color. Maybe the color of that room drives you insane. Maybe it's peaceful. When I'm saying when it looks like, I want you to think of the organization of that room. Now, it doesn't have to be color-coded. It doesn't have to be every shelf is pretty and labeled. I'm not saying all of that. Granted, that's amazing. If that's who you are, that's awesome. And I totally applaud you because I'm not there yet. It's definitely a goal. That's not everybody. So what does it look like? What I want you to think about is are you keeping it organized in the sense of when you need a pen, is there a pen available? Do you have pens available there? Is there paper? Are these simple things that you need there? And maybe we're chuckling because I can never find a pen. I never can find that one notebook. So what are we doing to keep that organized? This all plays in part with stress. Why? Because what happens when you can't find that pen? Your manager calls, your supervisor calls, your somebody from work calls, your your employee, and you're sitting there and you're talking and you can't write anything down. Think about that. 
And I want you to think about the stress and the annoyance and the frustration that that causes. Maybe you share a space and that person that you share the space with always takes your pens, always takes your pencils, always takes your highlighters, whatever you, your, your utensil is. For my end table, how am I putting my notebooks, papers, and pens, and highlighters, and index? Am I just, are they just thrown on the table next to the couch? Or am I putting them back nice and neatly? Am I putting them all the way back in the office? Am I making that extra step? And what does that do? So let's think about it. Looking at your office, looking at your, when I walk into the living room or somebody comes over and that end table is a mess, I, I go to, what do I feel like? I don't like that feeling of that looking like a mess. I don't like the feeling of trying to look for things when I'm on the phone. That provides too much frustration. Then I'm not really there in the conversation when I'm talking to somebody. When they come over to my house and I'm looking at that end table and I'm thinking about, oh, are they looking at it? Are they getting, is it, do they see the mess over there? I'm not going to go into the fact of caring for other, what other people is thinking. I'm just saying in the sense of taking care of your belongings in your environment. So even when I'm on the phone and I can't find that writing utensil, whatever I need to write things down with, or the notebook I'm using to write things down with, if I am trying to look for this pen and trying to remember what this person is telling me, I'm going to get frustrated and annoyed. And when I'm doing, when I'm frustrated, annoyed, or overthinking, if someone thinks my house is a mess, am I truly present in the moment of what is going on? Am I truly listening to that conversation that this person is trying to have with me? Most likely not. Most likely, I'm not really listening. Most likely, I'm in my own head, whether I'm overthinking that the friend that came over is looking at the end table, thinking that I'm messy, or I'm I'm getting frustrated because I can't find the pen so I can write down everything I need to know for the upcoming meeting. So when I'm saying take a look at your environment, take a look at the organization of it. Take a look of how you're actually taking care of it. Before COVID, I worked a lot out of my car. I drove to a lot of meetings. I drove a lot to networking meetings. I drove a lot to presentations. I drove a lot. So. My front seat, I won't lie, got very hectic a lot of times. I didn't have a system in place. I didn't have it organized. So I had to keep making time to make time to organize it, to make time to put things together, to make time. So I, when I got to meetings, it was, I wasn't frustrated or annoyed or overwhelmed or trying to look for the things that I need for that meeting, for that next meeting, for being prepared. Or even when somebody got in my car, I didn't want to be that person that had to move the whole front seat in the sense of picking up all the papers, picking up the lunch, picking up whatever. I wanted to have organization so when someone else got in the car, they could just get in the car. There was no process behind it. So think about that. Think about why just taking this extra time, I'm literally just an extra couple minutes. So when I get done working on the couch, I'm literally just going to either put everything in a nice pile or I'm going to walk to the office. And for me, I live in a rancher. This isn't a mansion where I have to walk across 
the whole house to put this away. I literally just have to walk up a few steps to put it away. So how are you preparing that space for you? And if it is a dining room table, if that is where you're sharing your space, when it's cleanup time, how are you putting everything back? Are you really taking the time, there's just a few extra minutes, if that, to really put everything back to where it quote unquote belongs? Maybe it doesn't have a space, but how are you making it have a space? I was just telling you that I split my time up between my actual office and my living room sofa. And I do that because, like I said, to me, sitting in one room all day long gives me frustration. I don't like being in one room. So I split my day up between working on the sofa and going to my office, okay? So for me, so avoiding some excuses. I know a lot of times we, we'll do it later, we'll do it later. We say these things. So why are we doing it now? What is the benefit? Where is the decrease in stress for us? And also think about it, when we're taking care of our things, that feels good. It feels good to have, quote, unquote, nice things. And I'm saying, quote, unquote, because maybe they're not name brand, but I'm taking care of things and they look clean and look neat and they're they're pretty. That feels good. That feels good. So, again, I'm not sitting here saying caring about other people or always have name brand things. What I'm saying is just taking care of our own property, taking care of ourselves. It goes hand in hand with stress. It goes hand in hand with that self-care. When I'm saying taking care of your environment, I also want you to think about the people. What do these people bring to you? And I'm not saying give you something. I'm saying maybe they're, they bring negativity. Maybe you don't feel comfortable or trust or... You know, you don't have fun. Well, who are the people you surround yourself with? Maybe they spend a lot of time gossiping and you don't really like gossiping. Who are these people you're surrounding yourself with? Because again, your environment is a big piece to your stress and to your self-love and to your self-care. So who I surround myself with, who I spend my time with, my time and my energy with plays a part in my stress plays a part in my environment and my self-care and my self-love. So I want you to think about the people that are in your life. Maybe these people are your family and you're saying, Jess, they're my family. I can't get rid of them. I have to see them at family functions. I have to see them at the next wedding or birthday party. That's right. You probably do. But what I also like to tell people is we have more control over certain environments than we'd like to believe. And I'm saying this because you're able to walk away. There's reasons to walk away. Maybe go to the bathroom, go grab a drink, go step outside, go check on the kids, go check on the food that's in the oven. Make those excuses to walk away. If you're starting to feel frustrated or uncomfortable or annoyed, you're able to walk away. Make that choice for yourself. Maybe it's not easy to walk away because they catch you off guard. You're able to communicate with your significant other or another family member. Hey, I really don't like when grandma brings this situation up. 
when this situation comes up, can you help me change the subject? Can you help me detour this? And I'm not going to go into communication because I really just want to focus on our environment in this episode. But what I want to do is just bring some ideas and some thoughts to really having you focus on your environment and who that includes and how you're working on it. I want you to really think of the importance of your environment. I really want you to think about how you're taking care of the things around you, your property, yourself, including where you spend most of your time and including who are you spending your time with. Your environment plays hand in hand because it's where you're spending your time the majority of the time. It's where you're doing your thinking, your planning, your working. It's who you're talking to. It's who you're telling your thoughts and feelings to. Are all of these playing a healthy part in your life? If they are not, if there is something you can change today, for example, I'm going to buy a pack of pens and make sure that they're in a Ziploc bag because maybe I don't have the pencil cup, but I can put them in a Ziploc bag and leave them at the kitchen table on top of my my notebooks, or I can put them in my briefcase or the book bag I use or whatever the case may be that you're using. Maybe I can communicate with my significant other or my sister or my brother or my friend and say, hey, when this conversation comes up, can you help me detour? Again, I don't want to jump into too, too much of the communication part. What I really want to talk about today is that environment and why it plays such a big part in our lives. I do you want to mention one more thing about your environment? I think it's a great takeaway. Is how are you setting up the environment? I talked a lot about organizations, and as great as organization is, I also want to talk to you about just putting something in your environment that makes you happy. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, it could be something really small, it could be a picture, it could be anything that resonates with you. I know, for example, my old supervisor had a penny on their desk and she would never move it. We would, she would dust her office, everything. And she would never move this penny. And so one day I finally asked her, I said, why do you have this penny? Like you never move it. You don't, she has a change purse. She had it. Like, why do you have this on your desk? And it was a memory from her and her sister. And it's a whole story and without getting into her business, but that was one thing that she kept on her desk for the hard days at work. Looking at that penny made her laugh. It made her smile. It made her happy. Her sister had passed away, and that was something that she kept. Think about that one thing that you can leave on your desk, that one thing that you can leave in your purse, in your wallet. What is that one thing that helps you ground yourself, bring you back to now? Because some days are really hard. Some days are really stressful and frustrating and annoying. So we can make these little adjustments. And I'm saying little because I want them to be something you can start today. I want this to be something that you can work on this week. I want this to be something that doesn't seem like you're working towards. And I'm saying this because sometimes 
when we are working on ourselves or working on new habits and tools, they can feel overwhelming when they seem like a lot. So I really want you to think about something really small that you can start to do today. Maybe comment and review, email me. Let me know what that one thing is that you're going to do. We know that one thing that you, you know, I'm going to, I have a funny story that I'm going to bring and I'm going to leave it at my desk. What is that one thing that works for you? Follow me at journey to yourself one-on-one email me at Jessica journey to yourself.net. Leave a comment, subscribe to this podcast so you can listen to upcoming episodes. I can't wait for our next episode and you have an amazing day. Remember, you got this. Thank you so much for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please leave a review about today's episode. Subscribe to upcoming episodes. They come out every Tuesday. Or follow me at Journey to Yourself 101 where you can see upcoming workshops or online courses that I have going on. Or just shoot me an email at jessica at journeytoyourself.net.